Hi, I'm Nicole. And I'm Dr. Nikki. Welcome to the Healthy and Wealthy Podcast. Your go-to source for living a life of health and wealth. People struggle with their energy, experience fatigue regularly. I know myself, I have in the past, Um, but feeling tired all the time totally sucks and it takes away from our life. Like when you don't have the energy to be surrounded by others, you don't want to show up for work or do the things that you enjoy. You might dread events that you have going on in your life. And this, yeah, totally takes away from having an enjoyable life, and that's not what our life is meant to be. So today's episode, we are going to talk about things that contribute to fatigue, and then some key habits that can help us improve our energy. So to touch on reasons why we might be experiencing some low energy, there is a number of factors, and a lot of people think it might be just one thing, but it's usually not just due to one thing, but instead a combination of things. This includes like our poor diet, could be stress and emotional factors, no sleep or lack of sleep. Um, I'm definitely cranky when I don't sleep. (laughs) Right, yeah, me too. Uh, Poor digestion or uh, a hard time absorption, (laughs) a hard time absorbing nutrients, lack of movement, or even too much movement to the point where we're burning ourselves out. Uh, exposure to toxins, or any other underlying conditions. These are all things that can contribute to our energy. So a thing we want to note is improving our energy needs to be a conscious practice. Create the energy you actually want to feel. So a lot of people just assume that we are supposed to wake up every day and feel energized, but that's not the case. We need to experience energy, or we need to cultivate energy through our discipline, and our habits. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's such a great point to make about how we actually have to generate our energy. Because like you said, most people, they just think that by getting their six to eight hours of sleep, which Mm -hmm. is not even the amount of sleep that they actually need, they should just be able to wake up and, and they're good to go, right? But with all of the factors that you mentioned stress, uh, emotional turmoil, things going on at home, things going on at work. It's like we're on a hamster wheel and we just can't, we can't catch up with, with just six to eight hours sleep. That's not enough. So you're either ultimately building up your energy or you're depleting it. And everything that you do every day is actually either swaying you towards building or depleting. So you have the conscious ability to make the choice of which direction you want to head in. Now, the habits that you have installed throughout the day are what are going to allow you to build up that energy. And we've heard a great quote by Bren Bouchard. Woot woot. Yep. He talks about how the power plant doesn't use energy, it generates it. So what that means is your body doesn't just have to use up energy. It can be just like a power plant. It can generate it. And so having the healthy habits in place, which we're going to talk about in a sec, are going to allow you to consciously build up that energy and to do it multiple times throughout the day so that by the end of the day, you're not just wiped, but you also had that energy to sustain you in the interactions with your family, with the 
things going on at work and, and give you the energy to ultimately pursue a more joyful and abundant life. Now, I think like with anything <laughs> life, the first step is always awareness and having an intention totally. to actually want to change. So ultimately, I think the first thing you have to do is figure out what kind of energy you actually want to have in life. Right. Like, you probably know instinctively the type of energy that you're attracted to. And that's, that's probably either like a nice calm energy or a loving energy. Like, just think of anyone in your life that you're like, oh, I feel really good being around that person. That's most likely the energy that you want to cultivate yourself. And so figuring out what that type of energy is, is going to be your first step towards actually generating it. The, the two main types of energies I think that we can think of on a spectrum that I've heard about is in, in a very broad sense, you could call it positive energies and negative energies. Positive energies are, you know, the the happy, the excited, the the people that just for some reason they have that like extra pep in their step, right? Like they wake up and they're just excited to be alive. And then the other side of that spectrum would be the negative energies. And that's more like the the sadness, the anger, the anxiousness, things that, that, that just don't really make us feel that good inside. Um, another way that you can think about energies is on a spectrum of love and fear. So when we're in a loving state and we're heading more towards a loving state, we feel joyful, we feel gratitude, we feel very content with our life. And on the other side of that, the fearful aspect, we have a little bit more anxiousness, worry, anger, usually a lot of fear-based thinking um, and then energy as well. And outside of mental health, the majority of us can figure out where we want to lie on those spectrums. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what habits are for building up energy. Um, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to figure out what type of energy you actually want to have. But beyond that, what are some key things to actually do to, to now build up that energy that you desire? Um, I think the, the first one and probably the more, most obvious one is moving your body. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, the more movement that you get, I mean, just scientifically and physiologically, we know that when we move our bodies, we're getting blood circulating, which means oxygen and nutrients are going to our brains, they're going to our tissues. So naturally, we just start to feel more alive mm -hmm. and have more energy just based off of that. Well, and as we're on that topic, you probably know a lot from your practice too, seeing a lot of people that have more of a sedentary lifestyle and their energy is so much different than the people that oh, it's are huge. a lot more active or on their feet or moving their body. And I don't necessarily mean just going to the gym or running, right? We, we know that there's so many different forms of movement, but just as long as you're getting that, that blood flow and that circulation, that's going to cultivate that energy that we want to feel, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the, one, a huge thing that I talk about with patients is movement is literally life. As soon as you stop moving, and, and this goes for anything, as soon as you stop using something, you lose it, whether that's muscle, whether that's, uh, you know, mental capacity, neurons, like things are going to die when they're not used. 
And so the same thing happens with your body. You need to use your body. And, and it doesn't mean you have to be doing burpees. You can be going out for walks. You can be casually taking strolls. Like It, it doesn't yeah. have to be anything intense. It just has to be movement that is circulating blood flow and oxygen around the body. Yeah, and for those people, too, that have more of an office setting or a sedentary uh, workplace, or even just getting up more often is, like, key. I know for some, like, I mean, I work at a desk. I'm on my computer, but, like, I do have a standing desk now. But prior to that, constantly just having to remind myself to get up and take those breaks. Because before you know it, you're working, then you feel exhausted. Absolutely. And there's just, yeah, that push of energy that you get that once you actually move. And that's, there's, um, there's science to support that as well, that about every 20 to 25 minutes, there's a couple things that happen. One is your core actually shuts off when oh, you're God. sitting. So what that means is you start to slouch. And engaging. Yeah, right <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tuck, tuck it in. Yeah. <laughs> but but what happens when the core shuts off is um, everything around your back muscles starts to, to weaken and disengage, and so you can no longer support yourself as well. So you start slouching, and naturally when you start slouching, you actually send uh, a physiological signal to your brain that decreases um, as well your, your heart rate, um, your respiration rate, so how much you're breathing. So all of these things actually compound to you getting less oxygen to your brain. It's crazy. And hey? so you, no wonder you feel more fatigued mm-hmm. because you yourself just sitting there for periods of time is just naturally going to cause your body to, yeah. to feel more fatigued. Tony Robbins, actually, I joined one of his like free, he did a three-day event last January or something. And I remember him talking about on the topic of energy and so many of us struggling with it and he talked about your posture like if you again going back to you have to generate it focus on your posture so okay are you slouching are you standing do a power pose focus on a empowerment posture that's going to help you generate that energy yeah absolutely yeah it's uh i love that you talked on that topic too yeah yeah absolutely I mean it's and it just goes to show that the things that you do intentionally like putting your body in a in a power pose meaning that you're standing up straight you feel you bring your shoulders back and you feel like you you have all of this you know courage and confidence Mm -hmm. in the world that naturally just causes different hormones to get released into your body and so it's the most simple thing that you can do but it just neurologically and physiologically causes an actual change and and that's just one small thing that you can do to combat fatigue yeah pretty wicked yeah so let's talk about some other things um anything that you want to bring up obviously nutrition such a big one um especially yeah. in in your field and work yeah, we'll touch on uh, so some foods to eat. So a huge focus, I mean, our, what we eat literally makes up the cells in our body. And so I think it's so important to make sure that we're eating good quality foods. So if we can limit our intake of process or ultra-processed foods and refined carbohydrates, things that are going to spike our blood sugars, you know, decrease the integrity of our gut health, like we want to make sure that we are putting good quality foods into our body that are providing nutrients that are going to help our body systems work optimally. And so 
some recommendations. Uh, I won't go into too deeply in another future topic where we can talk about nutrition, but some key ones is just making sure that you're mindful of your blood sugars. So when your blood sugars are constantly going from high spikes to low drops, this is where you can experience those energy dips as well. So just making sure to include more lower glycemic index foods or carbohydrates and then pairing your foods with protein, healthy fats and fiber can help uh, keep those blood sugar levels a little more balanced. Eating a variety of colorful fruits and vegetables I think is key. I especially love my dark leafy greens. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those guys are going to be high in B vitamins which are really important for energy production as well. Um, and also just trying to avoid any, anything artificial. <laughs> I'm like super keen on that, making sure that you're eating more ingredients that you actually know what they're, they can pronounce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and kind of similar on this too, is making sure that you're prioritizing your hydration. That's going to be Absolutely. really important as well. Yeah. I mean, the majority of of headaches um, and really like a lot of fatigue can be combated just by increasing your, your hydration and yeah. your water intake. Yeah, like it's actually one of the biggest shifts like working with some people. It's like, yeah, I don't drink enough water. Like they're just, they know that they don't drink enough. And as soon as they start including more water or prioritizing that, it's a huge change. Not only for your energy, but I mean, this is going to help with your digestion your body needs fluids to take nutrients throughout your body. So you need to make sure that you're drinking enough water too. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Um, another one too is your sleep. It's funny how people think that what's the recommended amount of sleep is. So, I mean, yeah. a lot of research now is showing that eight hours of sleep is the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I think the recommended amount was somewhere between six to eight. Yeah. Eight being on the higher spectrum. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, sleep, there's so much research now coming out about sleep and all all the negative consequences of not getting enough sleep. But mm-hmm. even when it comes to weight loss and having the motivation to achieve certain goals um, and, and definitely energies, sleep is going to be a vital, vital one when it comes to that. Yeah, no more sleep when you're dead. No situation. No, we're past past those dates for sure. Working on our mindset, I think that's a huge piece uh, to improving our energy or like a habit that we can work on. So this kind of coincides with the way that we manage our stress as well and our emotional well-being. But I just find that your own beliefs are gonna they're going to be a big contributor to your lack of energy or vice versa. So. I highly suggest doing some check-in moments throughout your day, like just practicing a little more mindfulness and like, hey, what is my self-talk like? Like, what is the energy I'm putting out right now? Am I worthy? Like all of these things that we can think about. If you're thinking negatively, your energy is most likely going to, to be that as well. So if you want to experience good energy, make sure that your mindset actually and your beliefs and your thoughts are actually going to support that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd love to dive into this one a little bit more, actually. Yeah, you bet. Because I think when it comes to myself, one of the best things that I can do for generating my energy is making sure 
that I start off my day really well and then I end off my day yeah. really well by totally. both having a, a morning routine and an evening routine. So I find my morning routine is all about focusing on myself. It's the first thing I do every morning. Um, and to, to you, it might be different. And, and ev- there's so many different practices out there. But at least setting aside some time to check in with yourself, fill up your cup, and set that intention of how you want to show up that day, I think that really sets the precedent for how you are going to show up with what type of energy. Um, every morning I I do a little meditation, so I just quiet my mind. And, and then I actually visualize what my perfect day will look like. And I think about how I want to show up when it comes to my relationships with Braun, my relationships with my friends, my family, how I want to show up at work, like what what kind of energy do I want to bring into the environment? Because I know if I put that out there, then I'm just going to attract that more. And and if I can really set up myself that morning, I always have a much better day than the days that I tend to, to miss doing my morning routine. Um, one thing that I started doing, and, and I've shared with you before, is uh, I do a gratitude walk. I actually haven't been doing the walking part recently because <laughs> it's been winter yeah. and it's cold. But but very consistently, I was doing a gratitude walk every morning. And so I would just take about five minutes and I would walk outside. And the reason why I, I would do a walk is because there's, there's a different um, level of um, flow, I guess. Of flow and, and integration and, yeah. that happens when you're actually moving mm-hmm. versus when you're just sitting there thinking. Um, I mean, now I still continue to do my gratitude practice in the morning, but I, I am just doing it in my journal. But I did really enjoy stepping out outside, breathing in some fresh air, and then just thinking about all the things that I'm grateful for. It just really, it really helps bring down stress yeah. when you can think of like, okay, really like I have everything that I need in my life or I look at all these good things all the small things that usually are stressful and really like kind of pile up to make things feel overwhelming they just seem so much less significant totally absolutely um and then and then the other part of that is usually if I set up my my day to win I also try and and end off my day in a win as well. So I I just think about one good thing that happened that day. Like whether it was I did something good at work or I helped out at home or I I sent a text message to a friend. Whatever it is, like that one good thing that happened to me today. And if I can end off my day in a in a great way like that and also in a end off my day in in one good thing that happened to me, then overall I feel like my energy for that day got sustained and mm-hmm. and was cultivated the way that I wanted it and to. And how much easier it is to go into the next day with Absolutely. better energy, right? Yeah. Like having that, like routines, I guess, building routines around your evening, like the way you end your day and the way you start your day is huge yeah. in terms of your energy. Absolutely. It's like a domino effect, right? Yep. It just snowballs from there. It's like, oh, I had a really good day and now I had another really good day mm-hmm. and I had a really good day. Yep. And then at the one, it makes you reflect on what are the good things that are happening to you in your life. 
but two, it also makes you realize, like, okay, like, I am in control, and yeah. I am generating this energy and these good things in my life, um, and then I think it just grows from there. Yeah, totally. Well, energies do attract usually, right? And you yeah. did say that as you're you're in that high energy state, you're in that flow, you're going to attract that good energy, and that's just going to continue to cascade into something good. Yeah. Absolutely. Obviously, we have our roadblocks and stuff, but when you are at that higher energy, you're hopefully going to be able to release that bad energy a little quicker than if you weren't, right? Exactly. And you mentioned how good support systems and good relationships are a big one. Yeah, that's another, another really big thing to take into account when we're at, like auditing our current energy levels and trying to improve our energy levels is our environment has such a huge impact on our energy levels. And when we're put in environments that are either stressful or they're low energy. So like, I don't know if you've ever been in a space where everyone's like super like dull or boring down. or like down <laughs> totally. Yeah, you can feel it. Oh, and it's brutal, right? Yeah. So just being mindful of like, okay, what is your workplace like? What is your home energy like? And you can be that person that does spark the difference for sure. Like I I do want to say that you can, are in control of that and you can be that one person that tries to change that. But I also do say try and surround yourself with good energy people and environments that bring you energy. So if you're, let's say your workplace isn't super awesome energy, make sure to find something in your day that does bring good energy, whether that's a going to a fitness studio or group workout class or whatever, like finding good energy, something that pours positively into your your good energy cup kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it makes such a big difference, right? Like, we all know when we've walked into that room and it's like, oh, like, it, it just feels heavy, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and then likewise, we all know when we have those really awesome interactions with friends or mm-hmm. and, and you just feel leaving light. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why, like, choo- choose your happy, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, you, you can choose to spend your time more so in one than the other. Yeah. And if you don't have that right now, if you don't have those those people in your life that feel a little bit more vibrant and bring you that good energy, then I highly encourage you to, to find them. Yeah, you know? and, and even if it's not necessarily people, like, I mean, hopefully, I mean, hopefully we're good energy on this yeah. podcast, <laughs> but, like, you can listen to things, you can read books that bring you good energy, where we have access to so much that I don't think there should be any excuse that we can't access that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's such a great, great point. Podcasts, so many resources out there now that that allow you to to be more in that type of environment. Yeah, okay, and then I have one last habit to make sure that you are implementing, and that is doing something that brings you joy every single day. For some reason, a lot of us don't think that we're allowed to be happy every day or we're allowed to do something that's super enjoyable every day. Or we don't have time to do something <laughs> oh, yeah. that's Yeah, enjoyable. all the demands of life. Yeah. yeah. So I think when we can experience that positive energy or really embrace an activity that brings us joy, this is going to pour positively into our energy and then that spreads into other areas of our life. Walking the dog, uh, drawing, dancing, FaceTiming a family member or a friend that's longer distance that you don't see 
for a while, like that's where that time excuse is so not useful here. Like you can't use that because you can find something that can be done within a matter of minutes uh, that will increase your energy levels for the remainder of the day and, and give you that dopamine hit. Yeah, and I, I think thinking about it in in simple ways is so important because it doesn't have to be this big thing, right? Like it's not like, oh, when when I go on this trip, yeah. then I'll have that energy or when I buy this thing, then I'll have this energy. Mm-hmm. It could be like enjoying your cup of coffee in the morning yeah. or, yeah, like you said, taking your dog on a walk, calling someone you love, um, taking a 15-minute a break to just read or or do whatever to fill your own cup, those things, if you compound them and do them over time, yeah, it's just finding those little joys in life that, mm-hmm. that are going to bring you a little bit of more energy also. Yeah, that's why I called our, our cat Joy. Joy. Oh, <laughs> It's like I when we adopted joy. her, she like, her name was Flo. Baron. Really? Like, no. That's so funny. Yeah, I was like, this Flo. cat brings me joy, so I'm going to call her Joy. <laughs> and she does. She brings me joy too. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, perfect. So I do want to say if you regularly experience fatigue or tiredness, you know, make sure to check in with yourself, take some time to audit some factors as to why you might be feeling tired and and check in and try these tips or these habits that we've discussed within this episode. And then of course, though, if you are somebody that's struggling with chronic fatigue, you have a really, really tough time getting out of bed or just things are exhausting for you, just make sure to reach out to your healthcare practitioner and, and consult them for some more further support as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Yeah, we'll see you later. If you enjoyed the topic or you found some value in it, we would love to hear what you thought of it. So leave us a review and don't forget to hit to that subscribe or follow button. 